Well, hi, and welcome to Practice Makes Parent, where we understand it's not about perfection, but about transformation. I'm Dr. Danny Huerta. And I'm Rebecca St. James. And Danny, our conversation today is so very important because it's about helping your daughter, our daughters, discover their true identity in Jesus Christ. It's really key, isn't it? Man, what an important conversation to have. It's something we need to be talking about on a regular Mm. basis. With all the messages our daughters are getting uh, in their lives, around culture, Mm. and and with their friends, it's important to talk with them about what truly defines them. Now, Rebecca, what do you want to instill in your daughters as they're growing up? This is such a, a huge question, Danny. It's like putting it succinctly. I mean, I... I want them to know how loved they are by Jesus. I want them to know that they are the Mm. beloved daughters of the King. Um, I want them to understand responsibility, purity in relationships, interior beauty. I mean, there's so many things, but I think it comes down to knowing their value. And it was interesting, Danny, I don't know if you know that I I did this recently, but I I asked um, myself, like, what would I want to say to my young self? Brio, uh, your wonderful Girls Magazine, asked me to write a letter to my younger self and really speak, like, what would I, I want to say, you know, to that little version of me? And really, a lot of it was just encouraging my younger self to rest in Jesus' love, to really Mm. know that we can only love others in our lives to the level that we've received Jesus' love for us. So that was a really powerful exercise, actually, for me, and and something that I would like to read to our girls. I love that. Mm. I'm going to be interested to read that. Uh, (laughs) Rebecca, yeah, Ephesians 2.10 says that we're God's masterpiece Mm. in His creation, that we were created on purpose and with purpose. And that's what you're saying. You want to instill that in your daughters. And as, as uh, you go through that exercise of talking to yourself in years past, uh, man, what a powerful exercise that is to do as adults to yep. uh, go back and talk with uh, ourselves and all those pressures and things that have come our way. And with, uh, with my daughter, I, it, we have so many different conversations. And one of the most frequent ones is just clothing. <laughs> yes, and, 100%. Uh, that's such a great area. We dance in there together in this great area because so much of teens' identity is wrapped up in how they look mm-hmm. and what people think of them. Mm. And we've been talking about self-confidence, the challenge of who gets a vote in her life. And uh, I'm sure you've thought that through, Rebecca, with your with your daughters. And I mean, identity is really a lifelong discovery. It's Mm. not something that just happens overnight. And we've been wrestling through this. I asked my daughter the other day, what do you think identity really means? What does that word even mean? What did she say? What did she say? Yeah, she said, said, well, Dad, I think it's it's our personality. It's uh, who we're discovering we are. Mm. And it was hard for her to fully explain what she thought identity was. And girls today face... Uh, these standards of beauty and other things that rock their world and this self-confidence. And I see my own daughter just wrestle with the fact that sometimes she feels like she's not enough for her friends. Mm. And I see her friends with the same uh, self-doubts. And as mom and dads, we get to help our girls understand that God is the one that's defined them at the beginning as his child and has said that they are valuable, and we start from there. And the key is to remind them that they are fearfully and wonderfully made by a creator who loves them. And we can have conversations about the way they see things, their passions and interests, 
and then what that means. And this is the conversation that we're going to dive into. I'm really, really excited about our listeners hearing this this conversation, Danny, because it's so key and it's so important. And our girls really need to hear that they have someone who loves them no matter what. You know, we as parents can speak into that. You are loved no matter what. There is grace. There is mm-hmm. acceptance for the fullness of who you are, um, while we're also going to guide you and we're going to point you to Jesus at every turn. So we've got some really great segments coming up. Uh, later on, we are going to hear a question from one of our listeners, too, who wants to know how he can help his daughter when she's being bullied at school, which is also just a huge issue right now. But first, we had this great conversation with Scarlett Hiltabidal about how we can help our girls discover their worth and their identity. She's an author, speaker, and mom to three daughters. Let's listen to the conversation that we had with Scarlett. Scarlett, I would love it if you could just start out with a story of what used to happen in front of the mirror as regards your seventh grade crush. I think this is such a fascinating story. If you could just share a little bit about that and how you struggled personally just with identity and image when you were growing up. Yeah, let's see. What do I remember? I remember we were living in California at the time and we were in this little um, townhouse and I would just, you know, stare at my face in the mirror probably while listening to one of your records, Rebecca, <laughs> and I would just um, study each, <laughs> I would just study each pore on my face and recite, you know, what I would say to the boy that I liked if he were to inevitably tell me how in love with me he was, which I was just always preparing myself for. It didn't actually happen. Um, but, you know, it, I, just, <laughs> I just remember spending so much time staring at my own face and rehearsing my own behavior and being obsessed with you know, what other people thought of me, what I thought of myself, if I was worthy of anyone's love. And that was kind of my whole world at that age. I think that's really common, but I only knew my own experience at the time, and I can report that that's what I was doing. (laughs) And what do you think, Scarlett, are the lies that girls tend to believe that come through that? Because you're staring there in the mirror, you're saying uh, a lot of of things to yourself, like you said, uh, rehearsing what a boy's going to tell you and and waiting for that moment and in that mirror there there can be some lies that a girl begins to wrestle with what are some of those that uh, you've noticed girls wrestle with well i know that the lies i was wrestling with then are very similar to the lies that i wrestle with today when i am not um keeping my eyes on jesus you know setting my eyes on things above not on earthly things colossians 3 2 um, and they're very similar to the lies that you've believed in Genesis 3 in the garden, you know, when the serpent, you know, deceived her, and she was wondering, does God really love me? Am I missing out on something? You know, mm. am I, you know, th- these are the lies. Am I not good enough? Am I pretty enough? Am I successful enough? You know, now I'm middle-aged. <laughs> like, mm. I can still so easily look for my worth in what I do or what I look like or, you know, Um, Mm. so I I think, you know, now I have a tween, I have a daughter who's turning 13 this year, again, not an expert. So (laughs) you guys fill in the wisdom, but I see her wrestling the same way I wrestle and, you know, her, her problems and the things she worries about might have a different topic, but it's all like the same root questions. It's all a matter of having our eyes Mm. on our pores in the mirror, you know? (laughs) 
And and what's interesting with that, with my daughter, I, I remember uh, watching her one time. Just that I, I was just peeking in. She was uh, she had the door wide open, and she was looking at herself in the mirror, and you could see the self doubts. And man, that really on my side as a dad, I uh, penetrated deeply inside of me, and I wanted mm. to uh, make sure I pointed out her beauty beyond the external. She's a beautiful girl, and growing up, she would have people uh, comment, oh, you're so beautiful, you're so beautiful on her external. And over time, I've uh, noticed how powerful it is to notice other aspects of who she is and the beauty of who God has created her to be. And I have intentionally asked her, what lies do you think you're believing? What are some things that that are creating self-doubts? Because everybody carries insecurities, everyone in, on this planet has insecurities that knock at the door and are right there and they shine brightly in the mirror once we're there face-to-face by ourselves, with ourselves. And it's so important for these life-giving words to be there from us as parents. And I'm wondering, Scarlett, what are some words that you're saying intentionally to your preteen daughter now that helps her uh, be reminded that she is beautiful beyond the external and beyond what she does. What are some of those words that you've used? I love that question. Um, You know, the older I get, you know, when I grew up, I was raised in the church and I heard all these things about God and about God's word. And I, I was 14 when I gave my life to Jesus and I hoped that the things were true, you know, and the older I get, the more I have experienced God's promises to be true. And so, um, I think it's a really beautiful thing to speak scripture. You know, I don't have any, I can tell her, just like you said with your daughter, I can call out a list of, and I do, I call out the beautiful qualities that I see in my children. I have three daughters and my youngest is eight. They're all in that preteen phase now. Um, But, you know, especially my oldest, I see the questions forming and, you know, Psalm 139 all the time, you know, we are fearfully and wonderfully made, uh, Ephesians 2.10, we are God's workmanship created to do good works. And the thing is, I heard these things when I was wrestling with those questions. And because I was so focused on myself, it's like I almost, you know, a huge part of my testimony is my faith kind of became this other thing I tried to be great at um, rather than, you know, absorbing these words into my soul and believing that I'm valuable because Jesus says so, you know, mm-hmm. I'm forgiven because of him. I'm worthy because of his goodness, not anything that I can do or any way that I can look. Um, it didn't, you know, come alive for me until I experienced it. And so I do try, you know, what do I say? I try to fill their minds with the truth of scripture, but I also mm-hmm. really focus on living it out <laughs> in my own life because if I'm not doing that, and it's so easy to just lose sight and forget, even as an adult, you know, um, but if I'm not experiencing the peace of God and the joy of being of being worthy because he says I'm worthy, if she sees me worrying, if my three daughters see me worrying about the things of this world that God says, don't worry about it. Look at the flowers of the field. Look how they're clothed, you know. Um, I mean, you know, if we're not living it out ourselves, then it's just a bunch of words they're going to memorize and try to be good at, you know. Wow. I love that conversation, Danny. Man, yes. just such so important good. stuff. So, And I think even as grown-ups, we need to be hearing this kind of stuff about identity and about value. And with all the messages that our girls are being thrown, 
about beauty and about their worth, I think this was a really good reminder of what we should be sharing with them regularly about their identity. Yeah, there's so many insecurities, right? So many. Uh, you're saying that. As adults, we need to hear that. Uh, we need to hear the reassurances that we're created in a, with a specific design because there's so many comparisons that yep. uh, even parents take in, but girls even more so. And we know that loneliness has gone up uh, amongst girls to the highest level. Yep. Uh, there's uh, anxiety that has gone through the roof with girls. Six out of 10 girls are struggling with anxiety. And then, you know, they're pursuing, there's this thirst within girls. And I I think really uh, Scarlett hit that uh, in exploring uh, this topic with girls and where they're uh, doubting in themselves. And so it's so important for our girls to know that their worth does not lie with anyone or anything on this earth. And that is so hard. As adults, we have a hard time believing that. And so let's take the time to have hard conversations about identity, just as we're walking, as we're driving, as, uh, as you're doing day-to-day life with your daughters, remind them. The other day I was with my daughter, she was looking at herself in the mirror, and I said, what do you see? Mm. When you look in the mirror, what is it that you see? And she said, what do you mean, Dad? I said, well, I want you to see truth in there. Do you have self-doubts? Do you just see everything that's wrong with you, or do you see the beauty that's been created? in who you are. And I gave her reassurances there. Now, did she believe 100% of everything I said? Probably not. But it's those moments where you intersect in their moments of self-doubt whenever you can. And we can share how God made them the way they are for a reason and that he loves them. And we can go through the Bible. There's so many scriptures in the Bible, Rebecca, that remind us and our daughters that they've been created with a unique design Mm. and uh, with a beauty that is unique to to them as a person beyond the external. Mm. And uh, when we help our daughters discern the lies the world tells them, they learn what Psalm 139 says. For you formed my inward parts, you knitted me together in my mother's womb. I praise you for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Wonderful are your works, my soul knows it very well. Mm. I want my daughter's soul to know these Mm. truths that we're talking about. Mm -hmm. I want her to know deep down. And uh, we have an open door to share the truth with our daughters and to help them understand God's unique design for their entire lives. Mm. That's so exciting, Rebecca. Mm. You know, I'm I'm right there with you on just you're talking to our nine-year-old Gemma about her value. You know, she looks in the mirror sometimes and she said to me, mom, I just don't, I don't feel beautiful sometimes. And um, and I love that she's sharing that with me. You know, at all these ages, we want to invite our kids into that safe place where they can share this kind of honestly. But I want to do an exercise coming up with her where I just stand, you know, with her at the mirror and just go, my girl, you are beautiful inside and out. And Jesus sees that beautiful heart when you're kind to your siblings, when you're showing his love. He sees that beauty and just really affirm to her, like Scarlett was saying, it's not just about this this exterior beauty that the world puts so much value mm. on. We've got to look at the interior and, and value that so much more. Yes. And if you are listening right now and you would like to learn more about this topic and get a copy of Scarlett's book, He Numbered the Pores on My Face, you can do that. We have that here at Focus on the Family available for a gift of any amount. So this podcast is really possible because of your financial support. So please donate and get the book today. All the details are in the show notes.
Danny, sometimes it can be really hard to find ways to approach these deeper conversations, especially because they're so sensitive, right? Yes. With our girls, you know, about identity, about beauty, about all these things. And today we have a question from a dad named Stephen who's struggling to find a way to talk to his daughter. He says, my 13-year-old daughter is getting bullied at her school because of her frizzy hair. I have no idea what to say to her or how to encourage her. What should I do? Wow, you really hear this dad's vulnerability, Mm. right? Do you relate to that? You do. And thank you for asking that question. Stephen, uh, I'm so glad that you're actually leaning into this Mm. with your daughter and that you're making yourself available to her. It's so important to to sit down and listen or even stand, right? Stand or sit. (laughs) But you're listening to your daughter and carefully going into this place that's difficult. Kids can be so mean. Mm. And uh, for some kids, frizzy hair may be very, very nice, very attractive, or they may like it. And for some, they don't. But for some reason, these kids have honed in on this particular thing with your daughter. And I am so sorry that that's happening to her. That can create so much anxiety. So make sure you empathize with her. She probably hates her hair now. And when she looks Mm. in the mirror, that's what she first notices as the worst thing in her and and pays attention to it in a very negative way. And so uh, help her find a sense of confidence there by letting her know other things that uh, are so so uh, uniquely designed and beautiful in her so that you don't become hyper-focused just on the hair. And then have patience with her as she wrestles through all these things that are coming at her and the mirror that the people have created. Help her see the true mirror that she's got in front of her, that there's a unique design. This was the hair she was given. And really, truly, many people do love frizzy hair. They like it. Uh, <laughs> they like it in a certain way and they do unique things and creative things with it. And as you can see, Rebecca, uh, my hair gets frizzy sometimes as well. Um, and uh, ask, really ask your daughter what insecurities these other kids may have. This is an important step. Kids come in with insecurities. All of them come into school with insecurities and they're spilling out and they've chosen to hone in on this one piece. Help your daughter see beyond those behaviors and to begin to consider what insecurities are they bringing into the school that are spilling out in this way towards me? Because sometimes in our our insecurities, we end up hurting other people. And uh, for your daughter to know that, uh, maybe it's important for her to ask, what have other people said about my hair? And what if people had said they loved my hair, what would I think about my hair? Hmm. And so is my opinion about myself, my opinion, my thoughts about myself, really simply about what people say about me or do I have an opinion Mm. of how I look and and what I love about who I am Mm. and I don't yeah I don't think any of us have been exempt from you know critical um, responses from peers right in school and I think Stephen you could even just say well when I was in school man some guys were not nice to me or unkind to me or you know, there's a bit of bullying happening in this context, because I think all of us can go back and remember a situation where somebody has been harsh or unkind. And I think just encouraging our kids, you know, to have probably boundaries in those situations. Does a teacher need to be invited into the conversation? Do they feel confident enough to invite that teacher in? Um, Hmm. You know, can they just say kindly, hey, I, I would prefer that you not speak to me in that way and, and exhibit some boundaries. But then also, if um, they're struggling then afterwards with kind of the emotional aftermath, we can encourage that child to remember 
conversations that we've had at home about identity and value. And you can encourage your child. Remember, you know, where mom and dad have just told you that you're more than your appearance. You're so, so valued by the creator of the universe and you're so loved by us. And we can just pour into them and help them to encourage themselves in that moment with truth. Thank you, Stephen, so much for your question. And if you are listening and you have a question for us, please send it in. We would love to answer it. Click in the link on the show notes or go to practicemakesparent.com and click the button on the side of our show page to submit a voicemail. Hey, we hope that this episode is able to help you as you're finding ways to help your daughter discover her true identity and be sure to like Listen and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. Yes, Danny, it's such a privilege to be part of this podcast because our goal is to equip parents like you with practical tools that you can use in your everyday life with your kids. Thank you so much for listening. I'm Dr. Danny Huerta. And I'm Rebecca St. James. Join us next week for more tips for transforming your parenting on Practice Makes Parent. Hey, parents. Parent here. I don't know about you, but most parenting advice I've found is a lot like my son's favorite foods, just beans and hot dogs. It's bland and way too juvenile for how old he actually is. But Focus on the Family's weekly age and stage emails have biblical stuff that helps me be intentional as a parent. It's great, like a chef salad of parenting tips. If you want biblical, practical, and personal tips to your inbox, here's how. Go to MyKidsAge.com, put in your kid's age, and get weekly emails that make a difference.